If yeah. you get to the first one and you can't even climb over it, then yeah. you weren't supposed to go down that road in the first place. It looks different for everybody. Yeah. It looks different for everybody. One of the things I hear some of my clients say is when we talk about trial and error, they will say there's a lot of words around failing. And if there's anything a three line can teach you is there is no failure, period. Yeah. We are here in this game of life, right? And we choose the game of business, right? Of entrepreneurship. We're here to trial and error our way to our success. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. We are in full bore holiday swing over here. I have Jaden next to me as we're recording this podcast, more of a conversation style because there's just a few things that I saw that I feel like would have been really helpful to get out on the airwaves to everyone listening. But this season, we're really looking at how to make our content more fun for you guys and just more, I don't know, a conversation. Because making money is a lot of fun. And creating the life and the business that allows you to live in freedom is a lot of fun. And so as a newly put together family, we're really soaking up this season together. Noah said something to me the other night. He said it to all of us. We were in our little connection ceremony. We do a nightly connection where we all sit and meditate. And then after a few minutes, come back together and just share what was on our heart. And he said something that just brought Garrick and I like, I could feel us both like kind of clenched. We got a little like teared up. He said, mom, you no longer have to compensate your lack of relationship with your kids by spending money on us at Christmas. And it's not that they don't want things for Christmas, but I just got it at a different level. How did that make you feel, Jaden? It was, when he said that, that was like, it hit me too, because I didn't even realize that that's like what was going on, but it made sense. Yeah. It made sense just at the time of like where we were all at as a family. It's yeah. just kind of cool to see like how we're not at that point anymore. Like yeah. it hit us all so much because it was just true. Yes. Yeah. There was like kind of a silence, at least for me, it was like, how many years have I been doing that? Yeah. It's like, And I don't think anybody realizes that Christmas comes and here we are with however many kids you have. And like, I don't know if anyone's like this, but I had a budget, but even with three kids, it didn't matter if our budget was like big or small it didn't matter there were three of them mm -hmm. and so it's always a hit like financial hit and really there's no need to be i mean would you say overindulging your children or just overindulging in the christmas spirit if you want to even call it i could go on and on about the christmas spirit but we won't go there i wouldn't say it's overindulging it's just compensating i think a lot of people use christmas and I, this is probably subconscious for a lot of people because I don't even think you were conscious, aware that you were doing that. Yeah, no. So a lot of people use Christmas or holidays, birthdays, whatever, as a way to compensate for their lack of connection with whoever, their family, whoever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because we, and I, I know I've said it before on the podcast, but we truly do feel like when we wake up every morning, and you said it the other night in connection, when we wake up every day, it's like Christmas morning for us. Yeah, it's already Christmas every day. So <laughs> physical gift things just aren't, I think for me, Noah and, and Chloe, just aren't really the biggest thing anymore. Like, I don't know if that's just our age now, or I think it's just because there's so much that we're getting out of just being back in the family now like for me i could get nothing at all and be happy and fine it's just fun it's like what i said last night it's just fun for us to open things yeah just because we want to have that christmas experience right yeah right but it's not it's like not necessary anymore yeah and you know it's funny chloe she's the the little one she's the 17 year old she's almost 18 she'll be 18 in march but she's the one that was like well, I still want presents. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> she's still going to want. She's a little princess. Yeah, we and we do that. We love to do that for her. But this week, I brought Jaden on the podcast with me because I felt like we could have a conversation around something that I've been seeing just in my work with my clients and then also just kind of ramp it online. Because I get asked every once in a while to look over someone's sales page or to look over their website for magnetism. And I just see some things that good brands don't see. But before we get into all the goodness in this episode, I want to invite you all into the High Frequency Formula Mastermind and applications are open now. We are holding space for 11 more of you and we're not applying any application fee for this round. This is for the women who are ready to use human design and the gene keys to become wealth energy. Get in on the movement of being wealthy and aligned at its lowest cost for enrollment before we close our doors December 31st. And remember, enrollment includes lifetime access to the High Frequency Formula and all future updates, including weekly live coaching and connection to my money line. We have monthly live trainings, astrology forecasts, and our community of highly empowered and driven women who are making the experience of quantum money normal. All right, so applications will fill up and not everyone will be admitted in, but we promise the application process alone will blow your mind. The High Frequency Formula Mastermind is how you embody wealth energy in your life and business, and it allows us both to use your wealth energy profile the entire time. So head to the show notes and grab your spot to apply to the mastermind to ensure you start the new year with an intention of success without sabotage. Now let's get into the episode. We're going to get into what I see in a minute, but let me just first tell you what a good brand really begins with. Okay. There's a few staple tenants of a good brand, a solid brand. And one is a movement, right? You have a mission and a purpose of some kind, an empowered, passionate leader behind that purpose to carry out that mission. You have a desire to serve others through that mission. You have a willingness to learn through the trial and error process. And you make a decision every day to stop getting distracted by the doubt, the confusion, the worry, how is it going to work? You just make a decision that's stopped right now. 
And a good brand is all of those things without compromising any of them. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Jaden? <laughs> well, all I'll say is, and people are going to hear me say this a lot, no matter what we're doing, if it's a podcast or if I'm doing the forecast videos, it's just you are your brand. So if you're not taking care of that inner work, being able to push past your mind, the voice of your mind and whatever it's telling you, your doubt, your fear, whatever, that's going to translate into your business, into everything you do into your business. And you're going to sit there and wonder why your business isn't going or, or doing as well as you want it to do or think it could do. It's because there's something going on at the core of it, which is you yeah. that needs to be worked through. Yeah. 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 I mean, most of it is energetic, right? We're not consciously aware of the things that we're doing or else we wouldn't do them. Like, that's the truth. Okay, so let's get into some of these things, and Jaden and I are just going to have kind of a discussion around it. The first thing I see that stands out to me is borrowing someone else's purpose or mission and putting your marketing efforts behind that. Like, you truly have to find your own purpose. You have to live it yourself, market it, and sell it. Yeah. I see this a lot with coaches and healers. They get inspired because they've been changed or transformed by a coach or a healer that they've worked with, and they decide to go out and help someone else do what was done for them, right? Which starts very consciously. It starts with the best intention. But if your purpose is not that, then very quickly through learning how to market brand and build yourself, you're going to run up against roadblocks. And they're going to be roadblocks that keep you from going any further. And the reason that happens is because it wasn't your purpose to begin with. Yeah. This is why, me personally, I think it's so important that when you feel inspired by somebody and you feel like you could do the same thing that they did for you, for other people, knowing and going back to your strategy and your authority on these things and making sure that you're not making decisions based off of emotional reactivity is just very vital. It's what will keep you from going halfway down the road and then realizing that you're not on the right road at So all. good. Yeah. I mean, if a teaching or a method, some kind of thing has helped you, use it, but don't build a brand around it. Yeah. Not necessary. Yeah, take the inspiration that you get from others and then mold it into something all your own. And that is your true authentic expression that the universe will take out to millions. A lot of the times too, I think people are so eager to do specific example like healing work. People are so eager to do and get into like a specific field because it makes them feel good. They've had good experiences in that field with other people. But I feel like a lot of the times they're just searching for their own purpose through these people. And it's not their purpose. Right. It's just not their purpose. So they're trying to find it through these other people and through these feelings that they're getting. And they think that is like their higher self or their 
authority telling them that that's the way to go and that's just not how it works yeah it takes a lot of inner work and contemplation to figure that stuff out to really know what it is that you have been put here on earth to do yeah i mean what's coming to mind to me is last year when you had your psychedelic experience with dmt the 5meo yeah and immediately after you were like i'd really like to help people with this yeah but what we said and what we've been doing all year is really finding your true purpose, mm-hmm. your true method of service for others. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, God, I've been forever changed by this thing. Now let me go do it for somebody else. That It doesn't work like that. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like a medicine man, like the person who facilitated the journey for me. Like I thought that was the way that I do that. But as time passed after that experience, I more and more was uncovered to me that that's just not that's him. That's not me. Yeah. Like my own version of that takes a completely different form, a completely different form. Yeah. And that's just I feel like how it works. I mean, that's how it works for everyone else. Too. Yeah, it does. But what you're what you were just saying about that emo- writing that emotional mm-hmm. wave like. When you are truly changed by something, a method or whatever, your chakras are all balanced and you use this one other person. When you're truly changed, the natural next thing is to ride that emotional wave of let me go help other people. But Mm -hmm. truthfully, you're riding someone else's energy. Yeah. And I think it's valuable to also bring up, you want to make sure you're looking at your open centers when you are working with someone else. And they've, yes. they've been the the vehicle, the vessel of your transformation. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you open? And now where are you assuming their energy into your openness? Because I'm telling you, as soon as you disconnect from that, you will be left to figure out your own method of bringing that to people, not just assuming someone else's energy and continuing to build a brand and a business that impacts millions based off of the inspiration you got from someone else. Yeah. And most of the time it won't impact millions. (laughs) If you're riding someone else's wave, if you're basically just doing what the other person does and you haven't added anything to it, you just think that that's what you're supposed to do because it felt really good when you experienced it yourself. And I would say it's really important going back on the open centers to check if you have open identity center and an open solar plexus. Because those two centers, if both of those open, that's the recipe for everything that we're talking about. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. That <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the beautiful part about it was like I can ride energy now and I know I'm riding it. Yeah. Like, oh, this isn't mine. But it feels good for right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The second thing we'll talk about is I find a lot of you are saying that you help people do the thing that you're not fully capable of doing yourself first, right? So you're saying I'm empowered and I can help you. Let's just say it's I can help you manifest money, right? And then behind closed doors, you're saying I don't even know how to manifest money for my next car payment. That is out of alignment, right? You have to already have mastered a level that you're saying you help someone else master for themselves. So a lot of coaches and healers will say that you help women do the thing that you're coming to me for help with. And while that's great, like 
I can remember, like with Quantum Money Energy, it was the very first course I ever put out. I was like, I want to make sure that this information in this course, in this product, I have already mastered. And so I made sure of that before it came out because there's always new levels for what we're healing. Like the core wound is money. I've healed layers and layers and layers of my core wound around money. And the first thing I put out was a layer of that. Like I had already healed that layer. I'd already learned to use universal law, learned to use my human design, learned how to use my decision-making authority, like stood in confidence and in true alignment around releasing that and helping other women through that. Yeah, that's just chaotic frequency. Yeah. That's just chaotic. And it doesn't make it safe for the universe to bring you people if you're in a chaotic frequency. And so just, again, you are your business. You are. So it comes down to you. You're the core of the business. So that inner work is so, so important to figure out all this stuff. If I'm having trouble being empowered, it's okay, it's time to go in and figure out what that looks like for me. Not, I'm going to model my empowerment based off of everything that I'm seeing around me. Yes. It's what is my empowerment? How do I get empowered myself? What empowers me? Yeah. And then just by doing that, that will translate into whatever work you decide to do, which will empower other people to do the same thing, to figure it out for themselves. If that's your ultimate goal. Yeah. One of the things I realized in the middle of this year was that the frequency of empowerment has to be felt from the inside. It doesn't come from the outside. And I noticed that's why I did that QSP, the quantum sales page solution is because in order for your sales copy, your websites, whatever you're putting out there to truly be magnetic, you have to be writing from your own frequency of empowerment. You can't fake empowerment because that's what you see someone else do on Instagram and that in your perception, that's what made them millions. That is a recipe for nothing. And burnout (laughs) and changing direction. Yeah. Wasting time and energy for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. Empowerment is, again, a layer. It's something you figure out and then you go, oh, That's what empowerment feels like. And then there's another layer of empowerment because the universe's only goal is to put you in your highest, most authentic expression of your highest self here. Mm -hmm. And so there's always another layer of empowerment. It's like you've never mastered all the layers. There's always another layer. But I want to say this because I know some people's brains will go to this all or nothing. Like, oh, I can't help women do this thing that is my core wound. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have had to have mastered the layer you're telling people that you help them master for themselves. So nobody could come to you and say, oh, I have this problem. And you're like, well, shit, I don't know how to help you with that, right? Like the thing about the high frequency formula, and this is something that I had to go in and churn for over a year of I needed to make sure that everything in that formula was something that I had already mastered. I can't go out and give you guys something and hope it works. I can't build my business and my foundation and my fractal line from that energy. When people come to you and they're looking to you for help, advice, whatever, empowerment, you're better equipped to give those people and to do exactly what it is that you want to do for them, which is help them. You want to help people. 
you're better equipped to do that if you've gone to the deepest, darkest parts of your inner work and you've seen it all, you've felt it all, you've dealt with it all, you've learned everything that you needed to learn, that you needed to learn to get yourself through it. That way, when people come to you, you have, I mean, mountains of experience and knowledge just because you did it yourself. Yeah. And that translates when people come and looking for help. You you give them your experience. And that that is what helps people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this, guys, it has to be felt from you first. You have to feel that shadow. You have to feel the victim feel the repressed state, feel the reactive state. And then that is when the gates open for I'm just naturally living in the gift state. So another thing I see very prevalent in the coaching and you know the healing space is this fake desire to serve others. Because that's what you think you need to do in order to be successful is, well, I have to serve others. I have to heal others. I have to coach them. That's how success happens to me. And the number one answer I get to the question I ask my clients is, why are you wanting to build this business? Is, you know, I want to help others. I've been where they are. I know a better way. But how I know this is or is not true is very easy for me to tell. I can tell almost instantly when I tell you to go sell and you all stop because you really are afraid of asking for and receiving money. You don't go into the sale because you're afraid of what it feels like to ask for and receive money. And when you do that, you're actually putting yourself before serving someone else. Like no one could stop me from getting this formula out to the world. No one. I mean, if I had to be, you know, the one who reached out in the DMs or the one who reached out in the Facebook groups, I did for a while. Like I'll admit it. I'll be transparent. I did because I was like, where is this? Why aren't people talking about this? This needs to be in the conversation in the business world. And All I can say is like, that is from my core, how I feel. This needs to serve others besides myself. And so I had to get out of my own way around learning how to sell it, learning how to receive money for it, being on social media, being vulnerable, you know, buying the platform of Kajabi and then hiring help to help me with it and getting help from a coach, paying to be in rooms that... I couldn't be in if I hadn't have paid for. I had to do the work of disciplining my energy. I had to get rid of distraction. Yeah, it's pretty simple to me. If you can't sell a product or receive money for your product, then that it's not your product. Then it's not for you. Well, I feel like if it was, that would be work that you would be willing to do. Yeah. If it really truly was, you'd be willing to do that work. Otherwise, why aren't you? Yeah. And then those are the questions you need to ask. Yeah. Well, is this really, this must not be the thing that I think it is. Why? Yeah. What is? Those are questions that need to be asked. If it's such a mind block for you and your quote unquote true intention is to help people, but you can't help yourself by pushing through that mind block of, well, 
I'm afraid to sell this thing, though, then you don't believe in it. Yeah. Then it's not real. Yeah. And it's not yours. And it's a waste of time. Yeah. That's powerful. But if you can't push through that. That is really powerful. It's not worth it to you then. Yeah. And I talk to a lot of human design enthusiasts, you know, like y'all love human design. You want to help the world with being a human design reader. And it starts there. But y'all aren't selling your human design readings. Why? Your human design reading changes somebody's fucking life. Why yeah. wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you bust down doors to sell this reading, this coaching offer, whatever it is that you do? And there, and you have to be real honest with yourself. Like, I'm saying I'm empowered. I'm saying I'm magnetic and I'm wealth energy, but I really am not. Empowerment comes from action. Yes. Empowerment comes from taking action. It's when... It's when you believe in human design and doing human design readings and it comes time to creating your offer and then releasing that offer for a set price. Then following all the way through with that action of receiving the money, putting the offer out for however much you you value your time as. Yeah, it doesn't matter the price. Yeah, it's just... That entire process is what empowers you. Yeah. That's how you find empowerment. Yes. You don't just get to say you're empowered and then not do things that actually make your aura empowered because the universe will see that and you'll get stuck and trapped in the ego mind story of, well, but I'm empowered. So why isn't this working? (laughs) Yeah. Empowerment doesn't just happen to you. You curate it. You create it. Yeah. So another thing I see, I would say early stage entrepreneurs, you know, if you haven't hit your 100K and you're like, and consistently hitting 100K, then, you know, you haven't figured out your trial and error process. And so what I see a lot of newer entrepreneurs do is they give up. They stop. They stop in the middle of the trial and error process because the trial just got hard And it scared you. And good brands fall flat right there when they just stop and give up. Oh, yeah. During trial and error, if you all of a sudden decide, feel like you give up or you're just done, you switch directions, then you shouldn't have been going in that direction in the first place. Yeah, it's so powerful because we were talking a little bit before we were recording and he was like, well, then they were just doing the wrong thing. And I just kind of stopped. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Because there's the truth about it is, is you will let nothing stop you. Yeah. If it is truly your calling, if it's truly your purpose, if it's really what you want to do is have this business and figure it out. Well, guess what? Business is trial and error, no matter what level you're at. And if you're going to let trial and error discourage you to the point of giving up or stopping or whatever, then you were never meant to go down that path in the first place. You should have stopped, asked yourself before taking action based on emotions and gone back to your strategy and authority on these things and figured out, okay, before I set down this path, is this really what I want? What is my intention for these actions in the first place? Why am I doing this? Is it, be, is it an emotional reaction or is this me fulfilling my purpose? Does this fill my entire being with energy every single day? 
Because if you reach the first roadblock, you reach the first wall in the path, and you don't have the fortitude. Tenacity. I mean, even the tenth roadblock. I, I don't even care. Like we've hit a ton of roadblocks this year. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying for the first one. If yeah. you get to the first one and you can't even climb over it, then yeah. you weren't supposed to go down that road in the first place. It looks different for everybody. Yeah. It looks different for everybody. One of the things I hear some of my clients say is when we talk about trial and error, they will say there's a lot of words around failing. And if there's anything a three line can teach you is there is no failure, period. Yeah. We are here in this game of life, right? And we choose the game of business, right? Of entrepreneurship. We're here to trial and error our way to our success. And each one of you has a different path to success. My how is not going to be your how, Yeah. right? And that's why this work is so important. You find your own how, but you don't give up because you your mind tells you, well, that's a failure. You just failed. You just fell flat on your ass. You just spent 15 grand in ad money that didn't work, right? This is the work of trial and error. You have to spend a lot of money to figure out what works and what doesn't work. But if you can't even get past the, I have to spend money, you will never find your how. You will never find success. And I would say that that's not true for everybody too. It's just you don't always have to spend money during your trial and error. Some people will and some people won't. Yeah, I don't agree. I think you have to. Well, of course, if you're in a business, you're spending money. Like you're spending yeah. money on your If well, you really want it to do well, you're spending money. Even in my trial and error process before the business, when I was, you know, nursing and I was in the lawsuit, like life requires money. Yes. Period. Even if you're going to buy, you know... And here's the thing that was hitting me with the lawyers. It was like, I only had so much money to buy the lawyer. Well, I knew I wasn't getting the best. Uh-huh. I'm telling you that trial and error without money will get you so far. Yeah. Money is another layer of deconditioning. It's another layer of getting everything you've ever wanted, period. So wherever you are with spending money, it's not that you have to spend your whole life savings, but you are going to have to use your money to get you through a trial and error process that works for you. Right. Like I said, the 15 grand in ad money, like that's something we did this year and it flopped. Well, I guess that's what I mean is it's not the same level for everybody. Like some people could spend a grand and see a massive return. Yeah. It's just it depends on what oh, they're totally. doing. Like that's what I mean. That yeah. It depends on what they're doing, what their business is, who they are, all that. Yeah. That's, that's all I meant. Yeah. I mean, that's literally how I did it. When I was bootstrapping, like I didn't have 15 grand to spend and add money in the beginning. Exactly. I had, you know, I had two grand to do this. And then I had six grand to do with this coach. Like I had to do that. But I don't look at like 15 grand in ad money and I don't go, well, that was a failure at all. Guys, you have to look at your trial and error as part of it. It's just part of the game. Oh, I don't like the results of that. I wonder what I learned. So I won't do that again. Never do that again. Yeah. yeah. So I know that when I do go have 15 grand to put into ads again, it will not be used in that way again. But how would you know if you didn't try it out? It does a lot more than just you figure out that, oh, I'll never do that again. It teaches you to be very intentional. It teaches you not to react emotionally to things. It just really prepares, I feel like, your nervous system for 
what it is to run a business. And also, I feel like it keeps you or opens you up to all the other new possibilities because you're showing the universe that you're willing to you're willing to go feel. through the process. You're just willing to go through the process and you're not letting that process destroy you. Yeah, here's the thing. Or turn you around. It is never a sacrifice. We, our brains, put the word sacrifice on it if something happens and we feel bad. Yeah. Like, I could choose to feel bad about 15 grand in ad money. But instead, I choose. It's like I have no feeling on it. It's really. Yeah. I have no feeling on it. It's like, well, I mean, truthfully, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, not because, where's my 15? I didn't results. It doesn't feel. None of that. It was just, oh, well, that's a bummer. That didn't work. Now what are we trying to figure out? Okay, so let's go on to the next one, which is the number one reason (laughs) that your success results get fucked up. Like, good brands do this bad. Stop making decisions and going back on these decisions. Yeah. Connect to your authority every single day and trust. Trust that she is bringing you the decisions to move you forward. To put you on a path, a pattern of success. And what I'm seeing you all do, you're making decisions and you're saying you're fully empowered in your decisions and then you're forgetting, you're getting sidetracked and distracted of your empowerment. You're forgetting who you decided you were when you made the decision and right. And your opportunity with your decisions is to find the pattern that keeps you moving forward in your highest potential, in your whatever you're going to call success, right? Success for me is I have my whole fucking family back for Christmas. Like screw 15 grand in ads. I don't care. I have my whole family back for Christmas, right? You have to decide what that is for you. And you have to decide that connection with your authority is something you trust no matter what what yeah last thing i'll say about the the ad money thing is (laughs) that put us on a completely different like direction like we were going one way we met a fork in the road we went down one way and that 15 grand led us to getting back on the correct track yeah we kind of wandered off the trail a little bit and now we're back on track yeah so well that's the fifteen thousand dollar lesson really yeah Yeah. The universe was like, okay, here's, you know, a $15,000 lesson. But it's up to us to say, well, you know, universe, you did that to me. No. Yeah. (gasps) No. Yeah. No, the universe did that for us. That is success. Like that's success is being able to get sidetracked a little bit and then not let it crush and destroy you and see it as, oh, okay, now we're back on track. Yeah. That's success. That's very successful because it's all about mindset as well. If you're not in a good mind space, then something like that would destroy you and completely ruin your brand. Yeah. One thing I'll say about the decisions and then we'll go into a bonus number six because, you know, I just can't stop talking, period. But one of the things I'll say about decisions is all of your decisions are revealing a pattern to you. And just because you don't you're not choosing to stay aware of your pattern doesn't mean that you cannot choose. You cannot wake up in the middle of a pattern. So if you're seeing yourself in a pattern of decision-making where you make a decision and then a few weeks later, you're like, no, that's not what I want to do. And 
you're constantly finding yourself in that pattern, it's time for you to look at it. And I mean, I suggest using the paid method, which you can all listen to the podcast on the paid method and find that. You can go into the high frequency formula workbook and find the paid method, do the work inside there. But that's how I figured out, oh, my sacral is actually leading me here. My mind gets in the way and tries to tell me it's better over there. It's the gold. It's the gold. Your decision-making patterns are the gold for you. If you're all wondering how we got sidetracked on the (laughs) $15,000, because where was Danielle's sacral? Danielle was busy trying to figure out how to launch and put all the things together in the formula and blah. Like Danielle was not really even present when the team made that decision. Yeah, well, what we really learned from it was you can't just throw money at something and expect like a big return. That's just not how it works. Yep. That should be number one. I I should do a whole podcast on that. Like you cannot throw money at a problem. You're not willing to do the work to fix Mm -hmm. period. Okay. So bonus number six of what I see good brands just do bad. Good brands will fall flat when they allow the excuses to mean more than your message, more than your mission and purpose. Your excuses pull you out of empowerment. Your message is your purpose, my loves. Sharing it is your purpose. And allowing yourself to experiment and fall and try again is the way you find your how. And you can't do that when you're more attached to all the excuses of why you can't. Who am I to? I've got this diagnosis. I Someone told me when I was young that I would never be able to do... You know, all of those things are excuses. I'll just put it this way. Excuses come from the mind, first of all. Your mind is not your authority. Yeah. That's just very simple. Your mind is not your authority. So your mind is going to tell you excuses to try and get you to go right when your sacral or your authority is telling you to go left. Yeah. So if you want to be successful in what you're doing... You cannot allow your mind to talk to you like that. You just, it's very simple to me. You can't, you just can't. It obviously, just listen to what it's telling you. Yeah. And say, no, quiet. I'm going to listen to my sacral because my sacral will never lead me astray ever or my authority, whatever your authority is. But I don't like what you're saying to me. Yeah. Jaden does this thing. We'll sometimes hear him. He'll be walking around and all of a sudden he'll go, no. Yeah, because my mind will say some stupid thing to me. And I'm like, how? Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Trying to lead me, trying to get me to do things that I just don't benefit me at all. That's just the job of the mind. It's just, it's trying to keep you safe in the best way it knows how. And also it will say really weird, terrible things to you sometimes. Yeah. And that's, why would you listen to that voice? Yeah. And listen to that voice help you make your decisions that doesn't make any sense to me like figuring out the voice of the mind and the ego has been such a tool for me and that's what I teach people when I get on calls with them is the differences between those voices and your authority but I would never knowing what I know now about it I will never list let my mind drive me in a direction yeah for too long everyone listening I know he's 22 And it's literally that easy for him. You're a lot like me, though, in the way that, like, I can find something out one day, and then the next day I completely stop. Implement it. Yeah, implement it. Yeah, I'm very much that way. But it's so beautiful to watch 
you, Noah, and Chloe, like, have this information so young. Yeah. Because it's literally as if they turned a page in a book and they forgot what was in the beginning part of the book. Like, for older people, 40s, maybe, maybe late 30s, I, Dad and I say, like, we think it's because of our conditioning that it's just, you know, we'll, we'll read a page in a book and then, like, a week later we'll be like, but is that true? It's just awareness. Yeah. It's just understanding what I tell people when I get on call with them is it's just what does the voice of your mind sound like? For lack of a better words, it sounds like an asshole child. Yeah, I was going to say asshole and you yeah, said asshole. Yeah, it sounds like an asshole child. And your ego sounds like an even bigger asshole. <laughs> and then you have your authority, which is you. It's the true you. It's yeah. your higher self. Which doesn't sound like an asshole. No. So you know what would be fun if you guys are listening and you have that connection with your highest self? I'd love to hear what your highest self sounds like. I know for me. And what it has to say about it. Yeah. I mean, because for me, I was like, it's a very grandmotherly presence. And when I first was listening to her and hearing what she was saying, I was like, well, this definitely isn't the way Danielle the asshole would talk. This is definitely a presence of loving compassion, understanding, and yet still firm. Stern, yeah. (laughs) No, Danielle, you're not doing it that way. You're doing it this way. So I'd love to hear from you if you have that connection and you want to just let us know. Maybe you have a special name for your highest self. You can find me on Instagram at The Wealth Code Coach. You can find Jaden. Jaden, where can everybody find you? I'm on Instagram at Jaden underscore the dragon on Instagram and also on TikTok with the same handle. You guys can follow me there. I will also leave a link to book a human design reading with me if you're interested and also an unstuck session as well, which is not a human design reading. But I use human design to just help you guide if you're just feeling stuck on something in your immediate life and you just need an extra voice to bounce things off of to help you kind of move and navigate through that. And I use your human design to kind of help you through that. But it's not human design reading. Yeah, it's more of an energetic block. I can see an energetic block. Yeah. And then we can work this that out. This is how you navigate through it. Yeah. It's just a little bit of extra help. Yeah. We can put those links in the show notes. I think your readings are, have they sold out yet for this year? No, they haven't sold out yet. I have openings now for December. Okay. Yeah. So those are 111, I think still, right? Yes. And then after the turn of the year, they, they will they, go up they to 222. 222. Yeah, we love our angel numbers over here. Yes. Okay, everyone. Well, we really hope that you enjoyed this conversation today. I love having my babies on. We are making the podcast more conversation style, and we have a lot of topics that we are going to tackle coming into the new year. And if you are still wondering how the high frequency formula can help you. So we have opened up calls to help you with that decision and just really kind of do an authority audit just so you can see how the high frequency formula will work for you. And until next time, my loves, I hope you have a wonderful holiday and remember to truly connect with the people who you love to spend money on, but you actually don't have to. (laughs) Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. If you are ready to turn your purpose into profit, it's time to empower yourself 
with the tool of integrity that is the high frequency formula. Head to the link in the show notes to find out how. I'll see you on the inside.